I don't think I'm going to be starting this where I thought I was going to be starting this. I was going to tell a bit of a story and try and think of a Christmas carol and Scrooge and the change that happens in him about death and new life. But I think the starting point that I have to come from now, thinking of the different situations that we've been praying for, is giving thanks for those folk being brave enough to come forward and for us to pray publicly together for them, for you in your situations. Because we're a nation, whether we be English or Scottish or Welsh or Irish or an immigrant to this country, we're a nation who keeps things private. We're not like these people in the bedroom of Tabitha that are screaming out loud and crying greatly. We keep things in often. And we do it privately and quietly. But as a church family, it's right that we sometimes share things. It's right that we pray for one another. It's right that we trust in each other and trust in the Lord. We are not used to the wailing in grief and the cacophony of tears that the widows in the bedroom of Tabitha were bringing. But maybe at times we need to be. Maybe at times we need to be in that position, expressing our heart and our passion and seeing what our joys are and our sorrows. The women are gathered there and they are celebrating the good works that have gone on, the great things that have happened, the generosity of a woman that they have known. But Tabitha is not someone who's been extremely rich. She's not been a great politician or a great ruler. She's not been a military leader. She's not been somebody that has expounded with great theology. She's like us gathered here. She is simply a believer. A believer that tried to do what was right. You saw the widows who were in need and gave them the clothes that she could. She did what she could with what she had. She wanted to show love to them. And that is the life of the believer. She has shown them what it is to be a true follower, 
when we commit ourselves to the Lord, whatever age that happens at, it is by faith we see salvation. But with faith, we are able to demonstrate that salvation, that hope, that joy, that love that we have received through our words and our actions. Tabitha is shown to be a committed follower. But being a follower doesn't isolate us from sickness and sorrow and the things of the world around us. Many different situations within our own church family. We've just heard. And we have to think about how we can pray and be a church family for these folk. Jesus told us we must carry our cross. We will go through suffering. Now, if anyone tells you that being a Christian, a true Christian, a faithful follower, is something that's going to lead you to riches of money and possessions, then they don't fully understand their faith. Tabitha knew what it was for people to be going through suffering. And she made the difference that she could. In the same way, Peter had been making a difference. He'd been becoming an itinerant preacher, no longer staying just in Jerusalem. He's going from place to place, spreading the word telling of the hope, proclaiming that the risen Lord can bring new life. We are people who are to make a difference. We have to seek peace. We have to bring justice. We have to touch the poor and reach out to those in need. Often in churches today, people have taken the idea of personal salvation, that Jesus has died for you as an individual, and somehow muddled it with keeping their faith personal. Not telling anyone not letting it be seen. Jesus has died for you, each one of you, that your sins can be forgiven. But he calls you to now be that missionary that goes out and gives that hope and joy and life to everyone you meet. Peter is brought from a nearby village to the seaport of Joppa. 
and he comes into the room to this woman who is dead. But although the widows have washed Tabitha, there's been no anointing of oil. There's been no wrapping up in the grave clothes. There's been no taking the body away to be buried. No, they've washed her and laid her gently in the bed. And called for Peter. What are they expecting of Peter? They expect their friend to be raised. They expect God to do something amazing. When we pray for people, as we prayed this morning, do we expect God to come into that situation? Do we expect our prayers to be answered? God may, of course, answer them in a different way from what we expect. But we must come before the Lord in our prayers, believing that God can move the mountains. He is mighty to save. He can make a difference. And so we do see here the miracle of resuscitation to life. This is not a resurrection. It's a resuscitation to life. There will be a time when Tabitha dies. But as a follower, she will have eternal life. But for the moment, she has been resuscitated, even though she was completely dead. And the rising of Tabitha, of Dorcas, will not only allow her to return to providing clothing and to help the widows, but it allows the growth of the kingdom. It allows the news to spread. When miracles happen, it's not usually for that individual. It's for the knock-on effect on other people. It's for the growth of God's kingdom. The story is heard because those normal people, the widows, the poor people, that were women, they tell the story. It's not about Peter going out and telling the story on and on to many, many more people. It's about the widows telling the story and seeing the growth of the kingdom. 
It's about the poor widows saying, yes, she was dead. We laid her out. We washed her. She wasn't asleep. She was dead. It was prayer in Jesus' name and the power of God that brought her back to life. And so we're told that all Joppa hears the news. The news that this woman is alive. John Stott uh, points out in his commentary on the book of Acts uh, in the Bible Speaks Today series that uh, even John Calvin did not take that word all to mean every single individual in Joppa. You know, the use of the word all means many or the majority. Which is why you sometimes get all believed but some doubted. How does that make sense? It, but even if it is, not every single individual in the village, even if it's not the majority, if it's only many, that is still many people that are hearing and believing and coming to know the Lord. And this is in a port. It's where people travel to and from. It's a place where news goes out from, as well as maybe spices or cloth. This is the port that Jonah goes to and boards the boat for Tarshish. You know, people travel from here to the far end of the Mediterranean. The news is going to spread from Joppa. It's not just hope for those widows. It's not just hope for the village. It's not just hope as we start to see it for the whole Mediterranean area. It spreads and it spreads and it spreads because it is hope for the world. The people who make a difference in this story are not particularly Peter or another member of the Twelve. Nor is it someone who's had some dramatic encounter on the road to Damascus like Saul. It's not simply about an individual. The two stories are of the faithful Tabitha who does what she can to help those in need. And those who are in need, telling the story. It's not about powerful people. 
It's about Dorcas and the widows, the ordinary folk that would normally have been overlooked in the village. Dorcas has been living the life of uh, the faithful. Before she was struck down dead. But the widows are trusting in the power of God. And they see their hopes realized. God can make a difference. So. Live that life of Tabitha, of being kind and generous and faithful and just. Live the life of the widows, trusting in the Lord and telling the story. Be one of the faithful, forgiven and ready to make a difference in our community. Just like Tabitha was told to do, get up. Amen.